and welcome to episode 55 of Into the Podcast. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined each and every, every week by the glorious, darling, beautiful Ryan Chittenden. Hello, Ryan Chittenden. Hey, all. All right, mate. I'm good, thanks. Are you? Oh, I'm all right, my pet. I'm having a good day. Oh, yeah. Well, nice. uh, well, I've eaten. Yeah. So I'm a little bit happier because I've been I'm, really tired all day. Mm, I feel like our outlook on life is always better when we've eaten. Yeah, a little bit more sluggish now, though, because I was sleepy before, but now I'm just, like, heavy. You know, yeah, but that sort of, is it like the content? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm full. I can have a little nap. Yeah. Um, everything, I'm a little bit sleepy, but, like, happy sleepy. Yeah, and I feel that we can talk about what we're going to talk about in this episode in ease. Yeah. Because it's just going to be nice and relaxed, and we're both happy tums. And That's not only it. that, I got some banging snack of the weeks as well. I'm excited for these. I, I purchased this snack of the week as well. I a, want out a spend, rarity. I know. Even though we actually have so many from listeners. We have a lot. We've we got a lot in our loads. Bit. Yeah. But I'd just gone shopping and I really want this for pudding. And I was like, Fair enough. well, I don't. I feel bad having it. I don't eat pudding a lot, so fuck it, snack of the week. Yeah. Justified. So what's been going on then, brother? Um... Well, what has been going on? It's been re- the weekend recently, and we saw each other all we weekend. We did. We hung out with each we other. We did, didn't we? We had. We were supposed to record the podcast. Yeah. But why didn't we? Why didn't you tell me, Sam? Oh, because I'm a dickhead, and for some reason, <laughs> there's this one lonely cable, the only cable we have to be able to plug in the fucking autofa- uh, interface, and I forget it every time I come to your every house. Every time. So what I have done now, though, I've purchased a second USB A to B cable, and it is now in that box with everything else. That's going to stay plugged in the computer at all times. Yeah. It's fine. We'll never have to worry about that again. Never have it's to worry problem. about it again. You've, you've, you've solved a problem. You should have done it last time. It, yeah. It's sorted. Well, so, you know... Yeah. Yeah. So we record, well, we're supposed to record the podcast. What do we do instead? Um, so we nipped into town because I'd bought a load of magic cards. We did. I treat, uh, treated myself to some cards and I created my own standard deck for the first time ever. And it's was, filthy. It's really exciting. I enjoyed it a lot. And they all, all, all arrived in time. And I wanted, because I'd bought them, you know, rather than just like a pre constructed deck that you can just buy from the shops, so I was like, a little bit nice, nicer. Uh, I want to look after it. Yeah. And so I was like, I want some sleeves for it. So you arrived. I was like, oh, would you just nip into town? Because I want to go to the geek shop and just buy some sleeves mm. for my uh, for my, for my deck. So we did that, didn't we? Yeah. And then I accidentally bought three packs of uh, magic cards. I don't know how that happened because I was just looking at the sleeves. I turned around and you like got three packs of boosters that you were paying for. Well, yeah, a lady went kind of three packs or something. And then a man come into the shop. He was in there for three seconds. He walked in, he went, three packs of Ixlam. Yeah. Passed it, paid, fucked off. And I was like, I want to do that. He looked yeah. cool. <laughs> I like three packs of that one, please. And I didn't look as cool as that man. I'm sure you did. I wasn't yeah. watching because I, I was too busy looking at all the different sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that, accidentally spent money. Then what yeah. did we do? Then I was like, oh, should we go to the... What, we're doing geeky things and we're in town. Let's do more geeky things. Mm. Let's go to the Warhammer shop. There's a little Warhammer shop just around the corner. Oh, yeah. So what we did nipped you need? in there. I just needed one paint, just one little tub of paint. So I went in, saw the paint that I wanted, got it, paid for it. You know, three quid, three fifty, whatever it was. Not three pound forty. It wasn't bad price at all, really. Three ba- three pound forty. Yeah. Mm. Um, but you didn't need anything from that shop, did you? No, I didn't need anything. But no. the problem is, I kind of, I don't know if you noticed, but there was a lady coming in with a push chair and a husband. I didn't know it. Me being the gentleman, um, I was like, uh, "It's okay, young man. You go ahead. I will open the door for this young lady." And I let them in. And as I shut the door, it's quite a heavy door. I kind of fell over yeah. and fell into the starter packs right, of okay. uh, Warhammer, and then it got stuck in my arm, and I couldn't get it off. So I was like, "Well, I don't just want to leave now because I'm stealing in it." Yeah. So I had to that, buy. I was like, "Oh, that, that's 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 money. That you owe me money for that." Yeah. So I had to pay for that because it was stuck on my coat. <sighs> so I had to buy a Warhammer starter kit. So that's more money. <laughs> Yep. Then we went for food. And then we went for food. <laughs> spent more fucking money. And I'd just eaten. Yeah, I, I, I bought a Greg's on the way up. <laughs> um, and then we went to Jess and Ed's mm. to play. No. Mag- that didn't happen. What? Next. What? Your bloody mum and dad come round. Oh, yeah, and I got did. To, I got to spend time with your mum and dad. And they it was, did, yeah. It was glorious. I forgot about that. Yeah. Love it. A little family reunion. Yep. Turns out, this, this is what I absolutely love about your family. 
your mum remembers everything we've ever said in the podcast way more than mm. we remember your dad don't listen no oh, yeah and yeah. i respect that because yeah. my dad don't even know how to do a podcast <laughs> and i've mentioned it a thousand times and then it was very exciting because we was going around to your sisters and your best friend her husband was going to theirs to play magic for the night now i've met ed before yep in fact i taught him magic with all of you guys for you the first did time. yeah but i've never met jess mm. and i've spoke to jess a hundred times online Mm-hmm. just through the podcast stuff. And we get around there, and very excited to meet her, you know. I'm, I'm, I feel I'm part of the family, if I'm honest. I think you are, Even yeah. if I'm not, I yeah. feel part of it. So I was really looking forward to meeting her, and it was lovely. We all had a great time. Jess and Ed are fantastic people. Really enjoyed every minute of it. And your sister's just like your mum. She remembers every last thing we've said on this podcast. And I'm like, did we? <laughs> Their memory is insane. Were we, were we drunk when we recorded that? Yeah. And so we just got pretty pissed. Yeah. Drank a load of beer. Then your sister pulled out the tequila rose. So we smashed loads of tequila rose. Yeah, we did actually. Had a game of Catan. First time you played Catan? Because I never played Catan. I won at Catan. You did? Yeah, boy. What are your thoughts on Catan? Loved the it. Game? Really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fantastic. It will make its way into the. Uh, into I feel like the it should be yeah a staple of everyone's yeah. home like, the, in the board game section. And this is the thing; it's one of those ones that even Josh, my housemate, who again once we told him he was doing culinary corner, he fucked off upstairs. Yeah, I know, bastard. But he used to play a lot of his family, and he's like, dude, you've got to get it. Mm. And it's one of those I keep meaning to, and then I'll end up going to buy a board game. I'm like, oh, I'll treat myself to one game this month. Um, and I'll end up getting something else and not buying Catan. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we played Catan, and then your sister said something to me just before we left, and it was lovely. She went, I'm so happy you're in our lives. Uh, and it was, and I said to you, um, I said this to you on Saturday, actually, like one of my New Year's resolutions um, is not try lose weight, try quit smoking, cut down the drinking. It's not going to happen, and I'm setting myself up to fail, mm-hmm. and it's the same every single year. It doesn't happen. Yeah. So what I, what my New Year's resolution was to appreciate Hmm. to appreciate take an extra couple of minutes to look at that painting at that photograph or to look around and enjoy you know listen to song lyrics yeah. really pay attention to certain things on films just be more present in the just moment be more present in the moment and your sister saying that to me just it filled my heart with joy i'll be honest with you nice. like it was one of those things that it's nice to hear anyway yeah but it, re- it really made my weekend that day. yeah it was lovely it was lovely i yeah. really like that new year's resolution that you've got yeah. i think i'm going to try and adopt that as well just being more appreciative yeah it was of really just, nice just, even like the, the little things yeah. just the everyday things yeah like i said for to granted you, driving to your house i nearly cried at the song fast car <laughs> by <laughs> yeah. tracy chapman i think the problem is i just accidentally ran over a pheasant oh yeah and i felt really bad about that and then fast car come on but it wasn't the tracy chapman version it's the luke coombs version okay because i'm only into country music now that's mm. all i listen to yeah. fucking love it and uh i was just really paying attention and appreciating the lyrics and choked up man yeah so yeah i'm just really enjoying this appreciating things it's turned me into a massive pussy but <laughs> cry at everything now but everything's just so beautiful yeah, everything's just so beautiful man <laughs> but i'm tearing up now yeah. <laughs> it's all in all a great weekend it was a banging weekend and then obviously we got quite drunk and then we got home claire went to bed because it was late it was about one yeah. half one yeah and you and me decided to watch <laughs> the 2005 royal rumble <laughs> To well, completion. Yeah, it was to completion. But we didn't drink to it. We didn't, we we didn't, didn't do the drinking then. game. We had a little sip of whiskey, didn't we? A little sip of whiskey. You had mainly water, didn't you? I was very you sensible. Really sensible. Yeah, yeah Not yeah. me, the guy that had to drive home at 8am. <laughs> I carried on finishing my crate of beer. As we went to bed at 10 to 4. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get up at 8, to drive oh. home. Drive an hour home to have my child for the day. Oh, yeah. But it was, was good because I appreciated it. Yeah. And I appreciated the drive home because it woke me up. And I appreciate although good because i really wanted a mcdonald's but didn't pull him that's good it's like no we'll wait i'll wait till i get home and i'll make something nice and i didn't do that either but i just stayed hungry until lunch but it's fine fair enough but yeah so all in all quite pleasant weekend lovely yeah, yeah. did you watch anything new or no nothing I no think. i didn't have a no, weekend it's either. just a busy weekend yeah. literally didn't have a get a chance um you, are, yeah, you, you lie, you watched the 2005 Royal Rumble for oh, the first true. time. Oh, that's true, I did. And I also introduced my darling six-year-old child to uh, wrestling. Mm. Because, so I've started wrestling with her ever since you bought me that belt. Now, whenever I walk past her with the belt, I just like hit her in the face with it and then like chokeslam her onto the bed or through a table or something. And, I was yeah. like, and then I pin it and she finds it really funny because I'm like, one, two, three, and the winner is daddy. Oh, and then yeah. I start like doing the John Cena music, whatever. She yeah. finds it really funny, but she has no fucking idea what it is I'm doing. So mm. I'm like, I need to introduce her to wrestling before she goes on telling people that daddy throws her through tables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chokeslams her. Yeah. Smashes her over the head with a belt. Yeah. She loves it now because she's always like, oh, daddy, can 
can I win the belt this time? And she's like, all right, so she'll like hit me on the head and I'll go yeah. down and she'll pin me. And yeah. I, I kick out on just before it hits three. Oh. You know, that sort of thing. So I introduced her to uh, the ladies 2022 Royal Rumble. And she couldn't give two fucks, mate. Nah. She did not care. Nah, like the first shame. thing, she was like, oh my God, this is really cool. And, you know, when they're trying to get him over the rope, that really interested her. She was like, oh, I would hold on for dear life. I would never let go of that rope and all this yeah. sort of shit. By the time the fifth one came out, she was like, this ain't YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't some random <laughs> bullshit about Minecraft on YouTube. Get it yeah. off. So, oh, unfortunately. Shame. Maybe when she's older. When she's older, I will get her into it. It's yeah. going to happen because I'm all about it. Oh, uh, I'm back on the streaming big time now. So I'm trying to stick out three streams a week and I kind of like, I don't want to keep doing Rocket League. And for some reason, ever since the update of COD, it must be the equipment I'm running, but it's just not running it very smoothly on stream. Mm. So I can't stream that. So I'm just streaming the same old shit. So I tried a horror game called Scorn, which was, I showed you quite graphic, quite a disgusting looking game. But then I also purchased WWE 2K23 because it was nice. it was down from 45 quid to 16 and i had my yeah. payout from twitch so i was like well any money i get from twitch goes back into twitch it's either a game enough. or i will buy subscriptions to other people's streams. yeah okay you know it, it, it was like just shy of 40 quid it's it's you know it's no game changer so i bought that game and i started streaming that and uh oh, man, i'm having so much fun yeah it does like, it's fun. taking me back i to used to love the old school wrestling games like smackdown and Nowhere near as good. Smackdown 2, when you could first go backstage. Backstage, oh. Get in the locker rooms and then in the car park. Yeah, and you, you could, could get drive, in cars. You could, you could drive the little buggy, golf yeah. buggy and stuff. Oh, that was such a, such a good game. And which one was it where The Undertaker come down on his motorbike and you could drive it? Oh, I think that was, must have been a later one because I don't think I had that. Did you not? Yeah, you could. He'd park it by the um, ring and you could get on it and drive it around the ring and up and oh, down. Maybe I did, actually. I think I might. It yeah, might have been Smackdown 2. I think it was. And then couldn't. You just pick up the motorbike as well and smack could, people yeah. over the head with and it. And it was just like a fucking like chair. Like a chair or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure I remember like being like Kane and just picking up the motorbike <laughs> and being just battering people with and it. And just being like, I'm meant to get on it. But yeah, sure, this, but yeah, this will work this, too. That's fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, I do remember that. Yeah, so uh, it's been quite good. I've been quite enjoying life recently. I've been been doing bits and bobs. I've been seeing a lot of extra of Little and as well. And that's nice. Life is good, mate. Good, life is good. good. I'm glad to hear that. How's... um. The film count going on, you know. Film count, I think. We're doing the 52 films this year, obviously. Yeah, I think I'm on six or seven. That's good going. Yeah. That's really good going. We're only three weeks in to yeah. January. So six or seven, and this week's topic has helped that massively. Mm. Oh, um, God, yeah. So we have decided to talk about Brad Pitt this week. We have. Because Brad Pitt is a fucking babe. And every time I put a film on with Brad Pitt in, I always go... It is so good. Like, I forget how much I love Brad Pitt. Yeah, I know. And a lot of this came about because I went on a bit of a Brad Pitt binge, I think back end of last year. Yeah. And I messaged you. And I, I, it was I re- around about the time we watched Bullet Train, wasn't it? Yeah, because I, re- I think we watched Bullet Train and then I, I re-watched some of the, like, his classics. Yeah. Like Seven, yeah. Fight Club, Snatch, I, Troy. I watched loads of them. I'm like, Brad Pitt's done some incredible, incredible films. Like we should do an episode just on him, but then got away from us a little bit, and then I think it got to a couple of weeks ago. I was like, I'm back on the Brad Pitt yeah. binge. Let's definitely make this episode happen. And then we've since then gone back and rewatched loads, loads of his. Of and his you films. forget just how many good films there are, and yeah. like weird and wonderful films, and incredible performances, and so varied. Oh, so, massively. Yeah. So we're gonna bang in a top five uh, a bit later on. Um, so yeah, so it's helped because although I've seen the majority of the big Brad Pitt films, mm. there's a few that I hadn't seen. So things like Meet yeah. Joe Black, um, I rewatched that Fury. <sighs> I didn't get around to watching Troy, and I've never seen that. Yeah, okay. That was going to be the plan for this weekend, Friday night, but I ended up playing fucking Rocket League till three a.m. Yeah, yeah. Um, so never watched that, and as I said to you, I've never watched the Ocean films. Oh really? That surprised me. And I told were... you for why. I had this conversation with. Um, our friend Thomas, I was just like, I'm just not interested in heist films. Right, okay. The same way, and that comes from being a kid. It mm. didn't interest me as a kid, whereas now I know I'd probably quite enjoy it. Yeah. The same way I've never seen James Bond. Oh, okay. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's an investment now. It's like, I've got to watch three Ocean films. Yeah. I don't think you do. Just stick with the first one. Yeah. The first one's really good from what I remember. I've not seen that for probably 20 years. Yeah. Um, And I think I've seen two and three once each mm-hmm. maybe when they came out in the cinema 
I think they get progressively worse. Was it? So it was 11, 12, and 13. Yeah. And wasn't there a female one? Yes. A full female cast. That was not that long ago, I think. What was what, that In the called? last 10 years, anyway. Oceans... Was it like Ocean 7 or something? I think was it, it like was. a lot smaller? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't really remember. I haven't seen it. No, I haven't, no. Um, but yeah, but like the first one's quite good. I've like, a big cast, especially for the time. Like massive Brad Pitt, cast, Matt yeah. Damon, George Clooney, Julia Roberts, you know, massive. It's worth a watch. It's a quite a good, fun heist film. You, you know, yeah. You know, you know what you're going to get from it. I and, guess. It, and it's a weird one, you know, because I don't know if you ever watched this, and anyone that's a listener, I don't know if you remember it, but it was a TV show when I was a kid, and it was all about heists. Never anything big. So it was like a group of four or five of them. It was called Hustle. It sounds familiar. It does I'll sound get, familiar. I'll get the picture up for you. And I used to watch that religiously growing right, up. Okay. And I actually loved the heist but side. I thought you, you didn't like heist. I loved it, but the, the idea of a heist film, and I think as a kid as well, I wasn't that interested in it. Like, I know what I liked. Right. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah. I was watching Goonies and fucking shit like that. Yeah. Um, whereas this, I don't know, it was a bit adulty for me. And even growing up, I was then less into films. I didn't really care that much. And it was only sort of in my more adult life that I started appreciating film more for what it is. Okay. Um, hustle TV show. So it was 2004. Can you remember that cast? Uh, not really. So it's... Um, who was the main guy? Was it like a British show or is it like it a... Was, it was British, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So it had like Mark Warren in it and um, Adrian never, Lester and never stuff. never really watched... Even now, I've still not really watched a lot of British TV programmes. Yeah, it was banging. It was real good fun for that. It was always like really vibrant and really bright. And, yeah. And, the, and it, a typical uh, heist thing is like, at the end, that you think that they're fucked, but actually, yeah, but they, like, needed, actually they needed to get put in that position to that's pull it. the They always have off. like the montage scene at the end yeah. where it's like, oh, it's like a double, it's like a double heist. It's always <laughs> a double cross, isn't it? Yeah, it's just stupid. And then there's the, uh, oh God, the Rick and Morty episode where they yeah, do the heist. Like, it, I love shit like uh, that. It's just take, that is taking ridiculous, the piss yeah. of the ridiculousness of heist films, yeah, though, isn't it? That yeah. Rick and Morty episode is so fucking oh, weird. Fucking I love it. But Rick and Morty just Heist generally. bot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you want to get a snack out of the way nice and early and we can just binge Brad Pitt for yeah. 40 minutes? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so uh, we're going to need a little Drewski. A little Drewski. Get him out. Um, I've been thinking a lot about Drew recently, you know, because mm, I, I do miss him. He's away with work at the minute, isn't he? He is. He's been posted. Um, and on my stream, you can use channel points. So the more you watch the stream, you create channel points and you can use them to like play little alerts and people have like jump scares on there and bits and bobs. And I've added both 60 second recommendation and snack of the week theme to it. Incredible. And our theme tune. And people are just blasting it constantly <laughs> like when they watch my stream people are obsessed which i love um so yeah it's had me thinking about drew and uh we're probably not gonna see him for a few months now which yeah, is sad it's sad but as soon as he gets back we'll get him back on yeah that'll be good yeah be so good. drew do what you do best and sing us in baby here come sam and ryan listen to them both speak they've come to hours all with their pop culture critique but are you even a nerd if you don't overread so come on everybody it's the snack of the week I'm excited about this one, Ryan. I don't know what to expect. I have bought some of my favourite food of all time ever. And so I got it from Lidl, and I used to be exclusive Lidl shopper. Okay. Because it was right on the corner of my street. It yeah. was the closest thing to my house and anything. So I always shopped at Lidl. And now I live closer to an Aldi, and it's, you know, I've got... Uh, betrayed. An Asda, betrayed and a Sainsbury's closer. So I just do all that shit. But what Lidl is known for is his bakery. Mm. the bakery is unreal in a little and what they do have in there is a toffee yum yum a toffee yum yum fucking die for i don't think i've ever had a toffee yum yum have you not no so initially i was going to get as a hazelnut croissant because they are equally banging yeah um and they were just out of ease because there was a kid stood in front of these and I didn't want right. to tell him to fucking move <laughs> it was really annoying me but then he moved eventually i was like yes i can get to the toffee yum yums it's oh, quite big, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's a big old hefty big, thing, mate. Big old fucking weighty, isn't it? It's going to take you a minute to... Uh, you just have to listen to us eat through this because there's a lot of it. There is a lot of this. Um, but this is one of my favourite foods. It smells so good. It, it This is oh, diabetes in your hand, right? I here. love pastries. This is the diabetes. pastries might be my favourites. Yeah, I love a pastry. It, over love anything. It. Yeah, I'm with you. Because uh, you get a good pie. 
Yeah. So you get a good chicken pie, but then you get a good fucking cherry pie. Yeah. And then your cakes. Oh, oh. Oh, cakes hasn't gone as pies. Uh, no, like uh, a pastry cake. So like your croissants and your... Oh, yeah, okay. Now we're talking, yeah. Um, what's them... Is it a Portuguese tart? Have you had one of them? Oh, yeah. The, um, oh, that's uh, what... We also nearly have them as well, because they're fucking yeah, banging. Yeah. They've got it's a specific... called like a cart... Something like, oh, they've got a specific name, called. aren't they? Yes. But I can't remember what it is. Because oh, um, when we went to... When Claire and I went to Portugal the other year, every... Um, in the hotel, there's loads yes. of them. So every breakfast, I'm like, oh my God. They're unreal, aren't they? Yeah, now you get them in most bakeries now as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just moved across. Yeah, they do some banging ones in Lidl. Oh, yeah, fucking love pastry. Right, let's get this fucking Let's, get, let's eat this. Ready to go. Yeah. <sighs> so, in it. That's so good. A filled centre, a toffee-filled centre. It's like the perfect amount of filling. Per, yeah. You know, because toffee, I think, could be quite overpowering. Oh, massively, yeah. Just through the centre. Uh-oh. Unbelievable. Mine's falling to pieces. If you don't know what a yum-yum is, it's basically just a twisted donut. Yeah. yeah. It's like a yeah, donut, yeah. but it's twisted into a stick. Mm. But these ones are covered Very in sugar. Very sugary on the outside, mm. aren't they? Covered in sugar and, like crystallized toffee and then it's got this gooey sexy toffee filling oh this is why i'm as fat as i am this is unbelievable yeah this might be the greatest snack we've ever had you point up there i'm i'm only halfway through and i'm saying it and to think we nearly didn't bother we nearly went for one of the ones that someone else bought us but i was like no i believe in this snack good reason mm. and to say it's mainly just, you know, pastry. It's mm. not dry at all. No, no, at all. So moist. Mm. Oh, you've excelled yourself here. In it. So I used to work at Sainsbury's years ago in the bakery. Oh, I would not eat everything. I would Again, eat everything. This is why I'm so fat. <laughs> Um, no, you're not so fat. You're not, you're not, Sam, you're not fat. Thanks, mate. We're back to that again. <laughs> good year in Arsenal since yeah. we did that. Um, and I used to have a deal because obviously we. We just rob all the donuts, oh, all yeah. the yum yums. We just rob it all. Mm. But then, once you've had that much sweet, you want a savoury. Yeah. And they used to do a banging seeded loaf. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like from scratch, and it was banging. So we used to have a deal with the uh, deli counter. I'd ring them up when the yum yums were ready. Mm. We go down there and like full heist. <laughs> go down there. <laughs> We'd swap the fucking yum-yums for their team yeah. and they'd give us a bit of cheese and a bit of ham. Incredible. And then we'd slice up, because there's always Lurpak in the, in the fridge as well. Right. So we'd slice up one of these bad boy seeded loaves. Oh, my days. Straight out the oven. Oh, Lurpak. So oh, my <sighs> God, mate. Unreal. Then you'd have one of these pudding. Incredible. Oh, yeah. It's taken 15 years off my life, but it's well worth it. Yeah. Enjoyment factor. Mm. Enjoy as you live. Oh, yeah, exactly. Could be dead tomorrow. Mm. Enjoy all them yum-yums now. So talk to me. Tell me how you're feeling right now. If we are <sighs> appreciating. Oh, if we're pre- we are appreciating. I think it might be the greatest snack we've ever had. Yeah. Top, top tier. Top, top tier. Creating a new tier for this. Yeah. Top, top tier. Triple T. Take that, fucking little moons and caramel munches. Oh, God. And they were great. They were great. That's not taking anything away from mm-hmm. them. That's just how good that was. Yeah. Well, pastries are my favourite. Yeah. Like donuts. Oh, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So are we telling people after this episode, or you can pause it now, or you can get in the car if Lidl's is a bit of a driveway and carry on listening in the car. Yeah, yeah. To go buy themselves a toffee yum yum right this second. Absolutely. Because they are unreal. That was sensational. Oh. You know how earlier we said we're like we're all full and content yeah. and happy. It's just been like doubled. Problem is we're recording, and what I want to do now is just lay back in this chair yeah. and just close my eyes for five minutes and just just enjoy what's going on in my belly right now <sighs> and in my mouth. Let's, let's just do that. Mm. Just, just pause it. Okay. Just pause it. Just Everyone pause be quiet. It. A sec. Yeah. <sighs> so content. Oh, need a poop. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when I relax. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is a victory for the Toffee Yum Yum. Massive victory. Well played. Well played. Well played. And if we're going to be talking about one of the greatest actors of all time, we may as well have one of the greatest snacks of all time. Yeah. 
So, we've also got a big tub of uh, heroes, so help yourself. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Pulling out all the stops tonight. I fucking love miniature heroes, you know. Yeah. The best tub of chocolates you can buy. I mean, come at what, me. What's, what's the only thing that can celebrations, potentially, quality potentially challenge is, is celebrations? I don't think Quality Street got anything on either of those two. No. Not at all. I can't think of any others. What else would there be? Roses? Is that a thing? Is that still a thing? I don't know. Is it? I, I, I don't know. I mean, it was. I've not seen a tub of roses in years. No. I haven't. Someone else pointed out today, you can't buy sugar puffs anymore. And you know what? It's true because I've not seen them in years, but it's like I only saw them yesterday, but I know it's been years, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it no, I get It feels that. like, oh, shit, yeah. I don't oh, really go down the cereal aisle. Or, or, like, if I do, I just I know what I because yeah, you're I have like wheat bix. Boring, bland bastard. Aren't I get you? my protein wheat bix, don't I? Yeah, of course you do. So I go for that, but I don't actually look at the cereal mm. aisle anymore. So even like the classics, like Frosties, or are they still there? Oh, you still get Frosties, yeah. Is it still um, what Tony the Tiger? Uh, yeah, I think so. As far as I'm aware. Um, oh, does that mean the sugar puff monster's been retired? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. So when my friend said this and she's pregnant, so she was like, I have a full hankering. Right. I was like, you can definitely buy something like that in B&M. You're going to get knockoffs, surely. Do you know what I mean? B&M are going to sell sugar puffs. They'll be four quid a box. Yeah. Because they're discontinued and probably out of date. But Will there be actual sugar puffs or they'll be knockoffs? Oh, they'll be proper. Oh, really? Yeah, because okay. in places like that, you can buy the Oreos, Oreo cereal. Right. And the okay. Kit Kat cereal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the real sugary shit that supermarkets are trying to move away from yes. for their image. Whereas, Whereas B&M, they were like, whatever people want, we'll yeah, give it to them. Yeah, because they stack them right next to the toilet blocks. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, anyway, enough, enough food talk. Let's talk about a little snack himself. Oh, you know what, Brad Pitt? Let's just start off with that. What a beautiful man. He's a dish. He is 60 years old. He And he looks incredible still. Yeah. He does, what I like about him, he, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, what are you, you might think differently. He looks like he's aged naturally. Definitely. I don't think... he. I'm probably very naive to all these things, but I don't. It's not obvious that he he's had work done. You look nope. at him in Bullet Train; he's a bit, you know, a bit more wrinkled, a bit more furrowed brow. Yeah, but that's about it. But it looks natural. It's not like he's filled with Botox or yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or whatever. And he's always had great hair, so that probably helps. I mean, the thing about Brad Pitt is he looked twenty when he was thirty-five. Yeah, so I think he's aged naturally but he's always going to look 15 years younger than he is. Yes. So he looks okay. like a 45-year-old man now. He's 60. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Because even like Meet Joe Black, which was what, 98? Yeah. He was... He, so he's 35. He's 35 in that because he looks... But he looks... He looks like he's about 25. He does look early 20s, he's, you know, he? he's got the long, the long blonde hair and the curls. Straight and out the, of NSYNC. Yeah. 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 Gorgeous, though. Absolutely stunning. Uh, and so she... I don't know her name in Meet Joe Black. No, I don't know her name. Very annoying squinty eye thing that she does. I didn't pick up on this, but um, you said that. And, and your mum said it. And my mum said it. Yeah. And and Claire said it. So yeah. quite a few people. I'm going to have to rewatch Meet Joe Black and look for the... She, I did clock it a little bit. and I, I don't know if it's like she's trying to figure him out, isn't it? She's like looking at him. Yes. And she's like squinting her eyes and like trying to do weird things. But that's what she's doing, but she does it all, all the, the time. time. Okay. And it's a bit annoying, but she is beautiful. Yeah. Like she's not one of these girls like, you know, that you go, yeah, yeah, well fit, mate. She's <laughs> she, well fit. <laughs> Give her one. She's stunning. She's a beautiful, beautiful woman. Yeah. Alongside a beautiful, beautiful man. What a beautiful couple. And oh my God, their babies would have been gorgeous, wouldn't yeah, they? They'd they have would. been such cute little babies. Yeah, they would. Let's just start with Meet Joe Black then, shall we? Well, we may as well. We're, we're, on, we're, on, Meet, we're on Meet Joe Black. Um, first time you've seen it? First time I've seen it. Um, do you want to give us a little premise? Oh, give me a little premise. I, I, it's not one of his more popular ones these days, I would say. Not these days. I think if you are of our age, you'd know of it because your parents watched it when you were younger. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened to me. I remember my parents, yeah. pretty sure they rented it from Blockbuster. So I'd seen snippets of it, but never seen it all the way through. So I, I watched it the other day. So it counts towards my films. Mm-hmm. So I never watched it from start to finish. But yeah, um, what do you think? Oh, I absolutely, I loved it. It's a long film. It's about three hours. Three it? hours. So it's yeah. a very long film. It's a three-hour film. So let's give a quick um, synopsis then. So the idea of it is is it's um, it starts off opening scene. Give me the female's name. Um, what the actress? Yeah. 
um, it is. Sorry, it's just loading. Um, 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 um Claire Forlani. Claire, so plays Susan. Susan, Susan Parrish. So um, Susan Parrish goes into a coffee shop or she's having breakfast, whatever, and she gets talking to Brad Pitt's character. Yeah. Instant connection. Love at first sight, isn't yeah, it? Love at first sight. Instant connection. Oh. They're loving it. They go the separate ways. There's that whole scene of keeps looking back. One looks back, but she's walking away. And then he carries on he, walking. She turns and looks back, but he's walking away. Yeah. And they just slowly keep and they keep, keep doing that, and then she goes around a corner, and Brad Pitt's like, "Oh God damn it!" As two cars fucking kill him, as absolutely boom, boom. smash him to smash pieces. Smash him to pieces. How shocked were you when that happened? So I remember that scene. So I remember I my also parents remember watching that it. Same. So I remember, um, I remember seeing that scene on the telly, but it was a shock because I've not what, seen it since I was a kid. And I think it was that shocking. That's why I still remember that now. I, I can't oh, remember yeah. the exact details, but I'm like, he's about to get absolutely smashed to pieces by cars. Yeah. which probably traumatised me a little bit. As a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the CGI is terrible. Yes, um, but it's still shocking because you don't it's still see it shocking, coming. Yeah. yeah, and he literally gets full on crushed. And it's like, it's the it's the total the juxtaposition. I don't know if that's how I'm using that right context. From like the whole lovey, everything's beautiful and nice, yeah. and oh, they're all falling in love in the coffee scene to, you know, bang. Dead. Dead as fuck. <laughs> it's like a it's a more PG version of the opening of the boys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That sort of like, what the fuck? Yeah. But yeah. But all the while, um Anthony Hopkins' yes. character's in it, isn't he? And he's yeah. this big mogul they own a um, yeah they own a media media company he's like a media mogul isn't he and And he's having all these voices isn't he and it's basically death taunting him like your time's coming to an end you you know your life's nearly over blah 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 this scene happens and then there's this really good scene in a library where death's talking to him yeah but he's behind like smoked glass or it's just shadows and he's basically talking to him and he's like you know your time is now blah 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 and then he steps out and it's Brad Pitt mm, from and, the coffee shop, from the coffee shop. And what death had murdered, put that death in place so he could take his body. Yeah. A young strapping man to go after uh, Anthony Hopkins and say, I want to walk earth for a bit. Be my guide. Be my guide. You're going to guide me through this. Yeah. But I might be about for 20 years. And if you do, you live 20 years. But if I get bored after a day, you die when I go. Yeah, exactly. You're when co- I, when, I, when I'm done, when my task is finished, you're coming with me. So this is a gift because you've got more time. Yeah. Because you should be dead now, basically. Yeah. Um, and then it's just about their journey, isn't it? Yeah, basically. The journey and- of um, Anthony Hopkins, like, one, being worried that he's got death around, but yeah. also him coming to terms with his, his life his and his morality. legacy yeah. and his relationship with his children, mm-hmm. his wife. And side note, how fucking incredible is Anthony Hopkins as an actor? Oh, he's great. You forget that sometimes, don't you? Because yeah. I've not seen him in a few years. Exactly. And I haven't watched lots of his loads and loads of no, his stuff. No, I haven't. But it's he was incredible insane, in this. Yeah. I mean, Brad Pitt was very good in this, but. We'll park that. We definitely should do an Anthony Hopkins episode. Yeah, yeah. But uh, everyone in this in this film is outstanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quince, Quince was great. Yeah, I mean, what he's I'm, my boy. He is with he's the boy. What I love going back to Anthony Hopkins as well is that when he shouts in this film, he goes very Welsh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is Welsh. Yeah. So well, it happens. Yeah, and also, um, great. If you're <clears throat> death, right, and you need to choose a human vessel to walk the earth, you're picking. Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt, not me. Yeah. Because you're not walking far. <laughs> <laughs> your, your journey isn't that long before you're tired and you want him to go back to bed. <laughs> so Brad Pitt oh. looks like he can do that that walk. Yeah, and he's fucking beautiful in this film, isn't he? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he is. And then the kind of film sort of becomes, you know, so he's his guide, so he has to stay with Anthony Hopkins. He goes around his work. But his Anthony Hopkins' daughter is... Susan from the coffee shop. So she comes home. What are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. And then it's about their love affair and Anthony Hopkins being like, what, what's going on with death starts falling in love with his daughter and stuff. And yeah. It so this weird, like, like, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's a romance film. It's basically a romance yeah. film, isn't it? Yeah. And I know we've got a lot more films to talk about, so we should probably, probably not linger on this one, but I think I, d- I did enjoy the film and it is a long film, there's just something about it that I like. And when I was talking to my mum and dad about it, because obviously they used to watch it quite a lot when when it first came out, 
And I think my dad nailed the hit, hit, hit the nail on the head when he said, it's a film that's strangely compelling. Yes. And that's, yes. and as soon as he said that, I was like, yeah, you're right. There's just something about it that I can't quite put my finger on. Like, it's not the greatest film of all time. It's quite flawed in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. But there's just something, something about it. And maybe it's the sort of like the questions about, you know, if you knew you were going to die any, any day now, like, what's your life worth and what's important to you and... I think it it makes you have those moments as well, like you said. Like you appreciate, mm. you, it, 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 you come away thinking, "I need to appreciate these moments that I've got, all Absolutely. these snippets in time, because before long they'll all be gone." Yeah. So, and Brad Pitt's got, what what I like about Brad Pitt in this is to say he he's okay. He's, he's a beautiful, beautiful man, and it's so easy. This is part of the reason why I wanted to do this episode. It's so easy to just lump Brad Pitt in there. Oh, he's just a beautiful man. He's just a Hollywood. He's just a Hollywood icon. He's just a bit not shit. at all. But he's not. Like, he looks, okay, he looks quite young. But it's not like he's like a bumbling idiot or like he's just a blonde bimbo. He's got this... He plays Gravitas. A, yeah, he does. To say he's playing death and he's facing off against Anthony Hopkins, who by this stage was like, you know... Oscar-winning actor. Well, to be fair, Brad Pitt had been nominated for an Oscar by this point yes. in '98. By '98, and um, I just feel like he holds his own. He's got this sort of like sensitive, yet yeah, the gravitas about him. I think he just plays it really well. Apart from the in some bits where he goes a bit slapstick, but that's not through Brad Pitt's fault. That I think that's through that's the, the writing, the writing yeah. and the story. But again, that's another reason why I think he's just he is a really good actor because it's a comedy film, but he brings a bit of weight to the role yeah yeah definitely and i think even them scenes where it does get a bit slapstick he does the best with what he's got absolutely he does the best with the writing he's got and it could he could become the bumbling idiot yeah yeah and he yeah. doesn't he still holds a you know a certain amount of uh, class behind him and you know because at, at the end of the day as well like he's also although he's fallen in love and there's the romance scenes and there is the slapstick scenes he does still hold this air of menace about him oh yeah yeah he, he can flick back to that can't he oh like, yeah you yeah know, just be mindful of yourself put put in put in your place type thing um should we move on i think we'll move on do you want to do his like earlier stuff i was thinking first? that should we, i was just thinking should we go chronological is that the easiest way to do it I mean, stick with the 90s yeah stick with the 90s uh, so one I'd like to go to next, if it's okay with you. Yeah. Twelve Monkeys. Okay. So solely because I want to go from what we've just seen to his character in Twelve Monkeys. Yeah. So Twelve Monkeys was three years earlier, nineteen ninety-five. Yeah. Give us a synopsis. Okay. So this is. I don't want to do this one. This one is a mad, mad film. I had seen this before and I rewatched it. This is like a critically acclaimed film. So it's Terry Gilliam is directed this film who for those of you who don't know he's most famous for being one of the members of the Mon- of monty python mm-hmm. who'd become big famous like director and stuff in his own right and it's a film starring bruce willis madeline stowe and brad pitt and it's the world has been destroyed in the future by like a virus that has wiped out like five billion people and the rest of humanity the survivors live underground don't they and they're trying the world's been taken over by uh, a- animals, animals yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so they live underground, and it's all this like weird dystopian future. And it's Bru- set in twenty thirty four, yeah, so not that far not away. Not that far away. <laughs> yeah, and then Bruce Willis is tasked with being sent back in time. He's basically. a prisoner, isn't he? He's a prisoner, or like a slave, yeah. or whatever they are. He, he, you know, he'll get a pardon if he goes back in time to try and investigate because they've got, they found this cryptic message in the past about the 12 monkeys and the 12 monkeys are responsible for releasing this virus. So if they can go back and find the virus in the tar- in the right time, they might be able to stop it from happening or create an antidote or whatever. And so, yeah, Bruce Willis gets sent back in time and obviously going back in time is quite mad and crazy. And so what happens when he wakes up on the streets of like New York or San Francisco or wherever it is, San Diego, he gets arrested and put in a mental home because yeah. he's spouting all this nonsense about the 12 monkeys and needs and fine. And this mental home is the stereotypical loony bin. Loony bin. Like yeah. it's like a dilapidated, horrible building. It's just grim. And like all these prisoners are just prisoners. Like patients are just fucking doing mad shit. And that's where we get introduced to Brad Pitt's character. Yes. Oh my God. <sighs> 
Go on. Oh my god, he is so fucking good because he's off his nut. He is he's off his nut. A thousand miles an hour. Everything, everything he's talking, he's talking about the patriarchy. He's talking about fucking yeah, like, like the system. Get and out of my chair! And yeah, like, yeah. And it's just like you know, he's just crazy. He's going a hundred miles an hour. He's doing like all the hand gestures, and he and he's just so so believable, isn't he? As yes. someone that's got some sort of learning dis- difficulty or disability or yeah, some yeah, sort yeah. of like mental condition, um, and it's. Such a different role. I've never yeah. seen him play a role like that before. Um, and I feel like he just sort of stole stole the scene. Because to say in 1990... Um, 40, so five. 95. So I read about this. So it actually came out at the, in the same time or just after Seven. And there was oh, okay. Legends of the Fall and Vamp interview with the, vamp- with the vampire. So three huge huge brad pitt films but when he actually filmed 12 monkeys he was still an up-and-coming actor yeah so that's why like he's a small role so but when he was released everyone's like oh my god it's brad pitt mm. who's like the new hot shit he's not yeah. really a small role he's the bad guy it's just he doesn't have as much screen time yeah because yeah kind of he's not the story yeah if but, you know what yeah I mean. absolutely he's just the villain but when you compare him to Interview of vampire legends seven, of the fall yeah. seven where he is the lead yeah. or the co-lead at least mm-hmm. His screen time is a lot more, a yeah. lot lesser than like Bruce Willis. Um, the film itself is absolutely off its tits. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's it is what you'd expect from someone who spent most of his life in a Monty Python. Yeah, it's just mad. It's weird. It's wonderful. Um, did you enjoy it? <clears throat> so I enjoyed it. I didn't see why it was so critically acclaimed personally. Uh, yeah, but then I spoke about it with um, Thomas who is now apparently not my friend because I said that. Um, but he made up a really good point. And actually, when he said it, it made me think twice about the film. If he was like, think of the year. It's like, now you've watched it for the first time and you've seen So we're not going into the storyline because there's too many spoilers. You've seen that storyline done 100 times. Yeah, you have. We hadn't seen that yeah, in such 95. Such a good twist. Great twist. Storyline that we'd not seen before. Really, for 95, great graphics. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sci-fi film at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't look like it's got a huge budget, and by all accounts, I don't think it had a huge budget. No, but they make but it work. But they like, make it work perfectly. And a lot of people wanted to work with Terry Gilliam, so I'm sure Bruce Willis like for, for went for, like forego his um, salary just to be able to do this film. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so actually, as much as I enjoyed it, and it yeah. was a good film. I didn't see why it was so critically acclaimed. I, I, but when he said that, it made sense. I, I totally get what you mean. And it's still, I still think it holds up quite well now. It's, yeah. it's, well, to an extent, I guess. But I've watched it on a really old, shitty DVD that I've got. Yes. So, like, the picture quality is terrible. And that might just be the film, but it's not like it's been restored in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we'll not go into this plot because A, it's really, really hard to talk about really the plot. Complex, and B, yeah. we don't want to give any spoilers away. I think there's a film that gets better as it goes on because it becomes... It starts unraveling. It starts unraveling, so it starts to make sense because to start with, the first 45 minutes to an hour, you're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Brad yeah. Pitt in that film is sensational and that was his first nomination for an Oscar, Best Supporting Actor. Um, was it? Uh, Understandable. For an Oscar, yeah. Um, he didn't win, but understandable. To say the amount of screen time he's got is quite minimal. He's incredible in it. Yeah. And it's so different to any role. And, and he's not trying to play like the Hollywood heartthrob in it. He's literally like a cr- crazed mental patient that's hell bent on like <clears throat> destroying the world, really. Yeah, yeah. If you think about it, it's absolutely crazy. And he is real crazy, isn't it? Like he's unhinged. Yeah, yeah. He knows it, he's unhinged. But it, it looks, it gives me the impression that he's gone and like put his work in as an actor. He's gone and probably studied <clears throat> people and like looked at how people move and like the ticks and... His and, ticks oh, are perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His eye movement. His eyes. He, like he his, loses his, focus. His twitches. Oh, yeah. his, like, his hand gestures. It was one of them where you... you, you he, he, he you believe it. If you, if you yeah. didn't know who he was, you'd go, well, he's actually got some sort of yeah. condition or, or, or whatever. But yeah. Great film. And yeah. that, well, great performance. Great in, in performance. A, great performance in a mad film. Yeah. Um, should we stick with the 90s? Still the 90s. Should we go one year earlier as well? Interview with the Vampire. We've mentioned that. We have indeed. Was this the first time you've seen Interview with the Vampire? So 
I've not put it on my list, but this is the first time I've seen it the whole way through. Right, okay. Because I might have seen it the whole way through as a kid. Yeah, okay. With my mum. My mum was a big fan of this film. Understandably, a lot of sexy men in a very homoerotic film. It is very homoerotic, isn't it? Brad yeah. Pitt gets to... It's like a... It's a classic gothic horror mm. vampire story. Yeah, yeah. You know, the... the I, th- I think it's one of those films that not many people have, have heard of it uh, or seen it. Which certainly. is mad to me if you've not heard of it. Because, like I said, again, it's of our era, though. Yeah. This well, is what yeah, our parents were watching uh, when we grew up. My parents didn't watch that, that. I'm not saying they've not seen it, but we, it wasn't in our household. I found mm. like it was one of them, like many, many films. I just happened to buy it for cheap on a DVD, probably in like a five for 15 quid deal or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, interview with the vampire, watch that. And, um, you know, it's the the story of this is it's based on the Anne Rice book and it's set in what was modern times, I guess. Like it's in like nineteen ninety-four and Brad Pitt is a vampire and he's talking to a reporter or mm-hmm. a, or a writer and he starts recording his stories. Oh, I'll tell you all about my life. And then it's just like him retelling his the story of how he was like a plantation owner, wasn't he, in New mm-hmm. Orleans, and then he, he lost his wife and his daughter, and he lost all love for living and then tom cruise comes along as this sexy seductive vampire turns him into a vampire sucks his neck a bit yeah and they become a pair and it's like their adventures and all the people they encounter throughout and yeah and it's a great story of tom cruise who has been a vampire for a very long time and he is the ruthless vampire yeah and the new vampire brad pitt who won't eat humans. Yeah. He'll only eat rats and dogs and things that he finds. He, he refuses to kill other humans. Yeah, he's very kind much of, still got like his human conscience, hasn't massively. he? Whereas, yeah, yeah, and it's those two at odds with each other. Because he sees it as a curse, whereas Tom Cruise is like, we have an immortality. It's like the ultimate gift. He's yeah. like, we'd be cursed for like to live forever and we'll never love and, you know, we're just monsters. Um, another long film. Another long film, yeah, it's... Oh, two hours three. Was that two hours it? Three, yeah. Oh, I thought it was longer. Than that. I think it feels longer because it it channel it it's such an epic journey it from like so much in, I don't yeah. know. It's like the seventeen hundreds up to modern times, yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, it's like a proper epic. I feel it's for their whole journey and all the characters have come across. Young Kirsten Dunst. Oh my god, as the vampire she is unreal. Is so good, isn't she? She's she, the best thing in the film. Really? Yeah. I, 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 if you say, I, I wouldn't argue with that. I would also say Tom Cruise in this. Tom Cruise banging, yeah. Fantastic. He's so good because so different from him as well because he was like the well-established... He's the star in this film, as in the Hollywood... He's the pull. He's a well-established Hollywood actor. Brad Pitt was still the new up-and-coming guy. Um, But I remember reading trivia saying from Anne Rice, who was the writer, kicked off when she heard Tom Cruise got cast in the role. Yeah, she was like, no, it's not, oh, that's not Lestat, the, not the vampire that I pictured and disavowed the film. And probably because if they, again, if she's thinking, oh, he's like the heartthrob or it's like, you know, fucking Top Gun or whatever. Very different, very, very different for Lestat, the vampire, the yeah. ruthless vampire, but he's also seductive and, Tom Cruise is so, so good. Mm-hmm. He's scary at times as well. Oh, he is. This, the, I'm not, again, I'm not getting spoilers away, but the scene where he turns up and he's playing the piano oh, behind the curtain. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so good. Um, but again, I think similar for Brad Pitt in this film, to say he's the new up-and-coming actor, he's so comfortable in the lead. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Antonio Banderas is in it as well. And, like, there's lots of big actors. What a sexy trio. Oh, I know. They look great as well, don't they, with the eye, the, the contact lenses. as well, the Fierce eyes yeah. and, like, the long, silky hair. Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah absolutely beautiful. I'd but, be um, seduced by them. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we'd be, like, the ugly stepsisters compared to them, we wouldn't would, we? would, yeah. Like, if you're uh, I don't think we'd look that good. No, I don't think so. Um... We'd but, be Nosferatu, wouldn't yeah. we? In the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little goblin vampires. <laughs> bring but, me bring me blood. Yeah. Uh, but what Brad Pitt does that's great in this is um similar to Meet Joe Black, I feel like he has this he brings this real sensitivity and like almost tenderness to quite a dark role. He's got this real like I don't know this softness about him. Like, you know, he, he's like, 
like we said, he's got this conscious and he really, his act, through his acting, he really brings that to life. And I, think, I feel like, again, say he's a young up and coming actor. Okay. He's still like, what? 34 in this film. No, 31. Yeah. He's still, well, yeah, I don't know. He's, he's acting, but he's almost older than he seems. I think he just really holds up well, but probably my favorite vampire film. Oh, I'd agree. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I said this to my dad because he, he likes vampire films as well. He said, like, the original Nosferatu is better. And so, fair enough, I'm not seeing it. And I know yeah. that's an iconic piece of cinema. But for me, there's not a single vampire film that I've seen that's better. No, I totally agree with you. Um, but I love all the gothic side Only and stuff. Only just better than Blade 3, yeah. Yeah, yeah, close, close. Triple H. Triple H, that's why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's... Uh, we're going to struggle to get through all these films. We're going to have here. to move. From, we're at 50 minutes now, so we'll have to, have to move on. Maybe we'll, what, we'll have to just, yeah. Might have to just do the 90s this <laughs> week. <laughs> we'll do the 2000s next week. I think we need to discuss seven. I mean, we have to, because it is, in my in my eyes, the greatest thriller of all time. I don't disagree with you. I it's, totally agree. People that don't know what seven is, seven is Morgan Freeman um, and Brad Pitt. Later on, Kevin Spacey, but he's redacted, so we're not allowed to talk about him. Yeah, um, and it's a uh, they're both cops. So Morgan Freeman's they're close to retired. Oh, not seen this before. <laughs> like yeah. the close to retirement. Then Brad Pitt's the new upstart. Yeah, Morgan Freeman don't want to work with him, but it's this big case that's come out of all these people being murdered to the seven deadly sins. Yes, and it's basically just a witch hunt. This film is graphic as anything. <sighs> God, it's so gross, dark. Gross, dark scenes. There really is. Um, and it's unreal. And Brad Pitt has a mustache. It's, well, no, it's, it's like a goatee, it's like isn't a goatee, it? It's like a goatee. It yeah. looks a little bit more like a mustache. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, Brad Pitt is great in this film. Again, to say he wasn't a star holds his own against Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Looking back, it's easy to think that, well, it's just Brad Pitt against Mo- and Morgan Freeman, two absolute gods. But yeah. Brad Pitt, again, like I said, was still the up-and-coming guy. But... They're great, but I mean, <coughs> Brad Pitt's performance is great, but the film itself is is more than just one performance, isn't it? I mean, Kevin Spacey is to me the best thing he's ever yeah, done. He's so in the he's fifteen so minutes done. he's in this film. Yeah, exactly. And bear in mind you've got like usual suspects and stuff now, which is a yeah, banging film. I totally like, agree. It's one of his best roles in the small amount of time he's in it. Um, yeah, the, the, oh. if you've not seen Seven, you're missing out. The, like I say, the greatest thriller of all time. It's so Dark, good. grim, graphic, great story, great characters, and the fucking ending. Oh my god, oh this my is god. this is a classic, classic ending. That yeah. if you've never seen it and you don't know what happened, you'll have heard the quote. Yes, it's a very quotable ending. It is um, easily. One of the greatest films of all time. I would 100% agree with you, Ryan, yes. Uh, if someone said to me, and it came up to me and said, I think Seven is the greatest film of all time, I'll go, I, I would, I can see, I would be like, I can totally see why you're saying that. Yeah. It's not mine. I don't think it is, but I wouldn't argue against them. No, oh, it's, absolutely. It's incredible. I totally agree with what you're saying. One of the greatest thrillers of all time. David Finchner, at his absolute best, who directed yeah. it. So, so good. So from one of the greatest films of all time to um, four years later, 1999, one of the other greatest films of all time, Fight Club. Fight Club. Chuck, what's his name? Chuck Palaf, the writer of the book. Oh, um, Falanuk. Chuck Falanuk. Because apparently the book... Chuck Falanuk, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I've always wanted to read the book. Apparently the book is unreal. Right, I know. Um, I've never read the book. Yeah, yeah, it's meant to be great. In fact, all of this stuff's meant to be really good. Um, Who directed this? David Finchner again. David Finchner again. So... I didn't realise it was David Finchner again. No, I didn't It was David Finchner that did Seven as well, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, So what? which which one we're talking about? Sorry, Fight Club. Fight Club. I mean, oh my... (sighs) What's this about? Oh my God. uh, This is about a man who is disillusioned with life and the consumerism and the capitalism and basically starts, forms an underground fight club with uh, some bloke he meets on a plane one time. Tyler Durden. Tyler Durden. Um, And it's just A soap salesman. A soap salesman (laughs) who's the coolest guy ever. um, Played by Brad Pitt. Mm. And what... 
It's just, I, I don't even know where to start with this film. Is this one of the greatest films of all time? It is. It yeah. is. By it, is far. It? By far. On, I mean, on IMDb. The cast list alone. Brad Pitt, Edward Norton, Meat Loaf, you know. It's Helena Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter, yeah, of course. Jared Leto. Jared Leto in an early role. Yeah, um, Angel Face. Yeah. Gets the shit kicked out of him. Fucking does. Meatloaf, I forgot about him. Meatloaf and his big boobies. Yeah. <laughs> this currently stands on the on IMDb as rated the 12th greatest film of all time. Agree. 8.8 yeah. 8 it's got. That is unreal. It's unbelievable. Um, It's just, I think what this film does, a lot of people what this film is a disservice to a lot of people. And I, and I think that I, from what I've read as well, the advertising at the time was poor as well, because people think it's like a boxing or a fighting film. Not in the It's slightest. not. There, there is an un, one theme about it is like running throughout is that fight club is a club they've created, but it's not really about fighting. It's well, about so much more. Film, it's a cult it? film. It's about like setting up a cult and it's all about like anti consumerism and yeah. capitalism and everything that's wrong with modern society. And it's, it's just so good with one of the, again, at the time, one of the greatest twists of all time at the end. I'm not oh going to give that. Yeah. Like, oh, you just forget how good this film is. And Brad Pitt as Tyler Durden, cool as fuck. Yeah. It, in always, he's just gross. He's wearing ridiculous clothes. He's wearing like a Hawaiian shirt or whatever with fucking tracky bottoms. And, a, for, and a, is it an orange, orange leather, leather jacket. jacket? Which, so annoying. Years and years ago, I went to Scarborough and they had that leather jacket in TK Maxx. And I was, it wasn't even that expensive. It was between 60 and 80 quid. Yeah. But I was a lot younger then and money wasn't, yeah, I think I was still at Sainsbury. So money was a bit short. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know. The next day I was like, I've got, I've got to buy it. I can't not own Tyler Durden's jacket. Oh, yeah. Fucking gone, wasn't it? Typical. I mean, I can't say enough good things about this film. It's, it's brutal. It's brutal. There's a word, right? I used to say it all the time, yeah. I remember. It's br- oh, yeah. It's brutal, it's, it's brutal. funny. It's funny. It's, it's sexy in scenes. Yeah, it makes you think. It's dark. It's got lots of dark themes, like especially the start when he goes to the support groups. It's all like death and cancer. Oh, he goes to cancer support groups, Cancer support groups. Yeah. That's how he meets Meatloaf, doesn't he? A testicular yeah. uh, cancer survivors group. And Helena Yeah. Um, because she doesn't have balls either, so she's just as right as, much as anyone else to be there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh my god, it's so good! Like, it, 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 speechless. It's, I'm speechless. This film is that good. It yeah. leaves you speechless. Um, just out cure Just going back a point. Seven is which currently is rate ranked. It's got eight point six. Is ranked at the nineteenth greatest film of top all time. Top twenty. So already we spoke about four of his films, and he's got two top twenty. Two films. in the top top twenty. Top fifteen. Yeah, well, no, yeah. No, yeah, no. Yeah, not 20, 20, 12 and 19, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? 12 Monkeys has got eight out of 10, which is also insane to me. That is pretty fucking insane. Um, uh, And just, I think that's probably it for the 90s in terms of like the ones that we want to speak about, but there's still loads of big films in there. Seven Years in Tibet was another one that I've not seen. Legends of the Fall I've not seen. Um. River runs through it. I think I have seen, but I think that was one of his really early ones where he's a lead. Have you watched True Romance? I have. What year was that? 93. 93. So, yes, I rewatched True Romance uh, this week. That's when a message is saying um, Gary Oldman is one of the greatest actors of all time. Oh, Gary Oldman is incredible in that film. The best part, he's the in best, it for four minutes. Yeah, the best part of that film. Absolutely. Fucking far. What a film. And again, Brad Pitt, just a cameo. Cameo, and really. all he is is a stoner. St- a stoner. And he's fantastic as, as it. Just yeah. He's in like two scenes. And he's like, fucking cool. Is that Brad Pitt? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, now again, his name holds up. But at the time, he'd have been nobody. You look at that class, cast list for True Romance. Oh my Christian God. Slater, Dennis Hopper, Christopher Walken, Gary Oldman, Patricia Arquette. Patricia Arquette. You know, so stunning again. In oh that yeah, film. I know. So that was that was a cool little role. It not, I wouldn't really class it as a Brad Pitt film because he's just um, a tiny, tiny part of it. Um, that's Brad Pitt in the nineties. <laughs>
right, we, we've got to cut Sam and Ryan off. This is Sam and Ryan, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Sam and Ryan like to talk for 93 hours about Brad Pitt. So we're going to have to cut this episode in half and we're going to have to release the rest of the episode um, next week. Are you happy with that, Ryan? I'm happy with that. Be- I know the people like have spoken and like their hour-long episodes, which is fair enough. Which is fair enough. They're entitled we- to that. Yeah, and you know completely fine with that and it's just gonna be a two-parter episode we're gonna carry on there's too many we got a little bit too carried away talking about in depth on the film we'll have to true yeah and we also ne- spent a long time of, of this episode talking about how good the uh toffee yum yum was yeah exactly so there'll be no snack of the week none of that next week straight pure brad pitt talk just finishing off this episode just finishing off so uh ladies and gents thanks for listening and uh more brad pitt next week Peace.